Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The HMS Podcast is available on the 98KUPD app and is brought to you by Life Changer Loan. Why take 30 years to pay off your mortgage? It's not magic. It's just math. Find out more at lifechangerloan.com. Hi, Shane O'Grady here with Life Changer Loan, and let me ask you, have you really done the math on your new low rate? Hmm, let's see. 300000 at 3% over 30 years equals 155000 in interest costs? Are you kidding me? How about paying principal first, not interest, always having access to your equity, and paying off your home in well under 10 years without changing any spending habit? It's not magic. It's just math. LifeChangerLoan.com. That's LifeChangerLoan.com. Arizona Mortgage Broker, number MB1002031, NMLS number 186375, Life Changer Loan Corp. is an equal housing lender. Cruise through this uh, Friday. Just went out for a second to grab some, and man, it is nice out right now. It's not too humid, but it feels good, and it's not going to be 130 for the first time in a while. So that rain Same possibility number. tonight. Maybe is there? I don't know. That's I don't know. Wondering. Last night surprised me. My, uh, I got uh, up this morning, and my recycling bin was in the middle of the driveway. It had blown over like all the way from the side of the house to the middle of the driveway. And garbage everywhere. So that was a big storm last night. It's a good one. We needed it. Boy, did we need it. Get some more coming. Uh, yeah, maybe tonight too. I don't know. We'll listen to Mike in a little bit. He'll tell you. But nobody's ever right. I didn't think anybody said that was happening yesterday. So brace yourselves. That's all you can do. Brace yourselves. haven't gotten anything right this week. It doesn't seem like it. Just that it's going to be hot, and we knew that. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Coors Light. Hang on. Getting there. Oh, there it is. It's Friday. Uh, the race. That's right. It's race weekend once again, and Hooters will have it for you. Check out specials and 32-ounce pitches of ice-cold Coors Light and fried pickles. Race weekend. Watch at Hooters, and then say thanks, Hooters and Coors Light, for bringing us the Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Uh, there's never been a person who was born blind and schizophrenic. So you got a choice. Those are stats. Scientists. Somebody's somebody like, you know what? I'm, some guy had to sit at dinner and go, you know what I just realized? None of the blind people are ever schizophrenic and vice versa. Scientists' best theory is that without vision, a person's brain can't develop multiple interpretations of the world around them. So they're singularly focused. So they don't have – but that would mean that, that they would be super linear and never really drift from one position. Wouldn't it? Like everything would be – like they wouldn't be able to think of – No. It kind of ruins cognitive reasoning you, that they would have one thought only. You're having to have to paint the world in your mind a little bit. But wouldn't that create more? I mean evidently not. Yeah. But you'd think that if you were able to build your own structure out of it – well, you're never wrong, so you would never question it. Like you're never looking at something and clearly that's blue. You'd make your own blue. There's only one pig in the entire country of Afghanistan. That is schizophrenic and blind. His name is Kanzir. <laughs> Kanzir the pig? Kanzir, he's in the Kabul Zoo. Make the joke, Brady, go. I'm not. Come on, make the joke. Nope. Do it. <laughs> what? You've <laughs> never refused Do a joke. Do it. This is such a good one, and it's right down your alley. Go. Ah. Uh, you know, Afghanistan, there's only one pig. What are the men going to do there, Brady? 
They're gonna have to. Uh, she's been Miss Ma- She's been Miss Afghanistan ten years in a row. <laughs> the only reason they keep her around is because she's the prettiest lady in the country, right? Aren't we making fun? They're our enemy. Yeah. Well, since it's an Islamic country, they don't eat pork. But uh, yeah, they do. You're not allowed to touch pigs. What do they do so with it? So there's no need to have any other pigs. He's at the zoo. Yeah, but they don't pet they it check or them out. like do any work on him. Like if he coughs or something, they're like we need a Afghan. They go pig by vet. there and everyone walks by. So filthy! <laughs> and throw it at him. <laughs> filthy swine! And they just throw. Do they feed it? Don't look at it. They don't. They just let it live. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they mean. So they maintain it. Comes they care here, for I think it. has a nice. He's got setup. a name. They don't hate. Pigs I wonder what that means. It's a good start. A good start in relations between the Muslims and the pigs. A chemist named William Mitchell is credited as the key inventor behind Pop Rocks, Tang, and Cool Whip. Wow. He's done all right. And also, diabetes. Thank you, sir. You're helping has us he out. Done, has he done all right? Because he just worked for those companies. He didn't get anything <laughs> right. on it. I invented another thing that's going to kill I a lot of... I he's uh, done all right. Here's more stuff that will kill Indians. Tell them astronauts use it. <laughs> My foot just fell off, but it's because I have 14 gallons of Tang every day and some Pop Rocks. Thanks to that dickhead. You, you still remember that ad? I think it was like on Kids or People 2 it used to run where the drops of Tang were in the air by the spacemen. And they would, they would oh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, oh, that Tang. Like, it it's what the astronauts drink. I'm like, right. well, and I need exactly. all the Tang I can get. Talk Did about- it ever make it to space or they, they designed it for the astronauts? Doesn't mean they took Tang to space. It was made for the atmosphere. Got me. Was That's Tang ever was out of the atmosphere, or was yeah. Tang just like at the commissary? Hey, we made this for you, astronauts. It's the NASA commissary. Well, they had to have na- astronauts drinking it in order to say it's what it was like the official drink of NASA for a little while, because it was that powdery, weird drink. So it made sense right. to take it with. I bet you they took Tang up. I'm going to go with yes, they did. Toledo. Contrary to popular belief, Tang wasn't actually invented by NASA, as Brady just said. Right. The tangy orange drink was introduced to the space agency when NASA officials were searching for a way to transport drinks into space. Tang label wasn't actually put on any of the packages used by astronauts, but it was taken. They did take it with. So it wasn't Tang as the product. It was just product placement drink, which still doesn't make sense to me because you still have to carry the water up. So it's not a waste issue or a a weight issue, right? Yeah. So why not just take, take Tang up? Or take drinks. Because you want, um, you know, it's now you can just take a little thing, a meal up there and just. <laughs> right, right now, <laughs> sure. I'm talking about in the days of Tang, and I like for a meal. But like if you have packages of Tang and water to make Tang, you've actually added weight to the to the ride. You need both. Yeah, you're going to add that. You Why want, not a, just you want water? a flavor. Well, because that gets old after a while. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> it's because their palates were bored. I think that's you. And then if you bring only tang, then you're cooking with tang, and that's going to change the food. You're not cooking in space. Oh, yeah. No. The guy's an Apollo mission. Full didn't, skillets. Didn't a Buzz Aldrin actually said tang sucks. Yeah, that's not good. That was bad for tang that day. It was a tough day for tang when Aldrin turned. Remember the big uh, response, the billboards that said, F- you, Buzz. According to a new survey, 88% of women say men who wear face masks in public are sexier than men who don't. Propaganda, but I like it. It's covering up a meth mouth yeah. out there in AJ. <laughs> right. They say it's sexy, and uh, I'm going to give it a try. I, I'm not some fairy liberal, but 
if it's going to get me some pooner. And 6% of the women say they've had sex with a face mask on since the pandemic started. All right. Good for you. Have you? I haven't. I haven't tried that one yet. I haven't thought about it. I can barely breathe climbing the stairs with this thing. My nose is too big. (laughs) Every mask is destroying my nose. She's had the entire suit on. Oh, the hazmat (laughs) suit? But that was way before the pandemic. Yeah. She used to come to bed. And you did too. You had your breathing apparatus and she had her hazmat materials. My beekeeping suit's on the way. You guys look like, every time you had sex, you guys look like people tearing asbestos out of a room. (laughs) (laughs) You got to tent the hallway. (laughs) The kids are missing. It's like, just, all right, here we go. It was just in case Kirby, you know, walked in. Yeah. Commence with penetration, please. (laughs) Claire. Claire. A new poll found 55% of Americans are suffering from cooking fatigue and can't wait to go to restaurants again. Are you having that? No. DoorDash is... DoorDash has made everything great. Yeah. Um, they have... The, the other thing that I thought on this survey found that you're, you've cooked the same meal 28 times during the pandemic. Really? No way for me. Mm. Maybe ordered. I don't think I've ever I don't know ordered if the I have, but I, I definitely. I haven't gone outside of the realm. It's not like I've. Tr- I haven't tried a ton of new things from DoorDash. Yeah. Oh, I've been all over, but at least pretty, he's probably done sushi a dozen times. Probably stick to the same six places. Done that. Brett's made gravy every night for seven hundred twenty-one. As I say, where's just, the, what's yeah. the problem what's over here? Problem? What are you guys yeah. talking about? It's a gravy. Is it just a continual process at your place? What's the, that? The gravy like, There's train? a pot on the stove right now. You know, is it really? Are you making uh, gravy today? No, not today. It will be this weekend, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then, how long does your gravy last? Uh, well, I mean, it, it'll usually go like two days, but then, like, it, you take because you got the big ass cauldron, yeah. basically. You know, and when you're done with it, you you basically freeze a little bit of the leftovers, and then back, then you use it, it as a starter kit for the next time, and then just add to it and go to town. Because it's always pasta's always wow. pa- pasta's always better than the next pasta day. Pasta begets more it is. more gravy. Or the sauce is the gravy. Yeah, yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah. Sauce in little bits makes more sauce later. Yeah, it's kind of kind like of, just kind of like a starter. How? Like a sourdough starter? Your base, huh? you just, it's no, your you base. freeze it. Yeah, it's a base. Or your base, but aren't you putting in all the ingredients anyway? And just, See, yeah, you're just you don't adding to it, though. You don't need a base. You're just adding to it. Well, that's just leftovers, and you're that's just gross. That's <laughs> no, like it's not gross. It it's is. frozen. What's it's like eating most of a hot dog and then taking the rest of the hot dog and put it in the fridge. Don't even compare hot dogs. Come on. But then you take another hot dog and you just kind of glue it to it with another bun. Like I'm eating. Like take that toothpick and yeah, and then put it together. It's like it's a hot dog. That's old. That's my last week's hot dog. Hot dog water. I freeze that. And when I make hot dogs again. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, nice. water. I don't know what that is. I'm not familiar with hot dog water. I don't like to bring it up. But I can see it making sense if you make a big old batch of gravy. Absolutely. Then I freeze a, you know, a half gallon of, or whatever, a jar size, a quart. Yeah. And now you have gravy for the next time you want to have spaghetti. You know how I know I'm in I trouble with my diet? If I have a half gallon of something left. It's never a problem. <laughs> There's never enough gravy. <laughs> ah, looks like we got through that. About a half gallon remains. Well, we'll add to that later. What in the world do you need more than a half a gallon of that for? You t- well, I tell you, when you when you make the gravy, it's <laughs> tough finding it when you get the certain, you want those tomatoes. Yeah, when you get the Samarzano tomatoes, yeah. Uh, gallon can basically so you're making a big batch you can't freeze that 
That's what I'm saying. You break it up and freeze it. For but that's the just future. freezing the tomatoes, not making it's, a whole big thing. You make freezing. the gravy understand. and freeze it in the. I don't understand. Goal. I got a text yesterday from Jill downstairs, and I had to ask her a couple questions, and she was at home working from home. She's working hard from home, by the way. Right. Had a couple questions for her, and she goes, I'm watching Amy Schumer's cooking show. It's hilarious. And I'm like, I'm sure it's great. The only thing bad about it is Amy Schumer and cooking. I think it's funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. She'll make a great, hilarious joke about her period and then talk about food. It's everybody's dream come true. Researchers in Finland just wrapped up a study on a potential cure for hangovers. We've heard a couple over the past couple of years. It's an amino acid called L-cysteine. It, they found it when people used it after they drank heavily, it helped get rid of their headaches and nausea. Oh. If you're interested in trying it, you can get it at most vitamin and supplement stores. Brett, why don't you bring that half gallon in on Monday? Bring us your sauce. All right. Bring us a taste of that sauce. All right. And we'll pour it into Toledo's pancakes on the go. Oh, <laughs> not wrecking it with the Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Whoa! Not reckoning with the Aunt Jemima pancakes on the go. Don't know that's going to be. You're going to get in trouble from the yeah, liberal at Speaking of Toledo's pantry's got a new item because he uh, sent it out <laughs> yesterday. Did you see that? Kellogg's has come of they've come out with blue waffles. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what that was about. <laughs> and they didn't know it's in the, the Urban blue Dictionary. waffle dot. Yeah. Net. net. I think it's dot, dot net. net. If you want. Yeah, we, we, just Google fair it. Fair warning. <laughs> just Google it. I remember I got yelled at. Yeah. for work. Dictionary yeah. as well. Yeah. I not, had uh, that when I was on that. Remember that thing when they did the meat spin? And it was a fake GPS that could find you in the, in the yeah. world. Any given time, this thing. And it did that satellite image from space. And then it worked its way down right to your spot. And then it was, and then it would reveal itself as a dude's giant wang just going in circles. By the time it said, here you are. We found you. Click here. And it's just a wang. This guy gathered his entire family when I'm like, you got to try this, everybody. And I, oh. he got his kids and everything. Like, hey, this is going to be the neatest thing in the world. Come on. You got to know better than that. But yeah, bluewaffle.net. How many lemon party Don't organizers did you think we, we lemon parties were did through the day? I still have a picture of a lemon party trio in my phone. Do you really? Yeah, I send it occasionally just for fun. <laughs> Let's have a party. A lemon party. Dot org. Lemonparty.org is a toughie. Blue Waffle. What was Not the net. taco? Oh, uh, Lemon Party. You haven't ever been to Lemon Party? LemonParty.org. No. Go. All right. I don't know if our computers will allow it. Do it on your phone. taco one? Damn it. That was bad. Uh, yeah, some giant bad. burrito. That was what it was. Oh. And that one was awful. I mean, Blue Waffle is basically some sort of uh, they say disease a, on a vagina. In the Urban Dictionary, Africa. it's the lady parts that are struggling with an STD. Yeah. I'm struggling They've lost. Yeah. Well, Blue Waffle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just sent Brett to a, Is that your first time on the Blue Waffle? Yeah, no, I'm on Lemon Party. Oh, yeah. That's a special treat. Oh. <laughs> Tell me exactly what you see right now, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that out That's to so someone wrong. as Happy Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know exactly what Brett's looking at. I know the capital. I know the state. I know exactly what that is. Play-by-play, play, cowboy. What are you looking at? <laughs> Brenneman, stop involving yourself. F you, John, you flip-flopper. Tell Brett to bring gravy to the office. You were against potlucks. What is That's it, 2020 changing you? It it's not a potluck. He's telling me he's bringing me something. I don't want strange people I don't know he from my workplace. He carpet turkey. I don't, don't want it to be like, who brought this? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then Tom Wintermeyer bringing two turkeys wrapped in beach towels was exactly what I was fighting against. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then look what happened. COVID <laughs> broke out. Turkeys wrapped in beach towels? You did go, oh, you're no. so lucky you're an oh, overnighter. <laughs> so this potluck breaks out and everybody's like, potluck this, potluck. I'm like, I'm I'm railing against it. I'm like, you all don't realize how angry Debbie probably is at half the staff, and you're allowing her to cook for you at home. There's going to be so much dog <laughs> food, and you're going to eat it, and she's going to love every single. Somebody's mad. We have an office ability, and so everybody's like, oh, you're ridiculous. So I'm like, these A, the food, you don't know the cooking uh, conditions. There was a turkey on the floor. You don't know if Jen Gardner's uh, uh, house is covered in cat hair, and she cooks, <laughs> and it's in there. And I said, and also, you don't know the transportation of a cooked turkey. And, I, and I'm going on and on. They're like, ah, you're crazy. The day of the potluck, I walk in, and I see two, pe- two beach towels on the floor in the sales department. I'm like, what's that? On the floor? Wintermeyer's turkeys. I'm like, what are they doing in beach towels? Oh, they're wrapped in foil, and then he beach toweled them. To, and I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the trans. I don't know what, carpet turkey. I don't know what kind of <laughs> yeah, because what we've, kind of we've got such ovens. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't know what kind of stained towel that Tom's wrapped these turkeys in, but whatever that San Diego style turkey oh. and beach then uh, turkey later that day. I so, tried it. Of course you did. <laughs> But he didn't remember because all the rest of the stuff that went in his gullet that day. And I fainted. You know what I didn't like to hear? It's my seven-layer bean dip. <laughs> I have eight layers, though. What is the eighth layer, Debbie? Death. There were people making pot. There were pot- four you don't or trust- five uh, dishes of waffles. All right, but you do not trust in blue and otherwise. <laughs> this one seems to be stuck to something. Oh, my God, I'm pulling on someone's legs. The uh, yeah, bluewaffle.net is another one you can. No, I've seen, seen that. No, that one I've seen, but oof. giant beef taco, I think it's called. Or giant, is it giant beef taco or giant beef burrito? That one will get you. That'll throw you for a loop. Mary Tangerman's black and tataki was outstanding. Uh, I have a, Mary Tangerman's ranch dressing it was a little bit orange. Homemade. Yep. Yep. We called it. Maybe that was buffalo style. We thought it came from our cat, so it was the Tangerman <laughs> Ranch. I've got some science news. <laughs> oh, it's Friday. I forgot. We have to do science news. Hello, my friends. I'm Professor Brady Bogan, and this is your science news. They plan to release 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes in the Florida Keys got approved this week. They're engineered to produce offspring that die before they hatch. What a wonderful world. <laughs> Why? They're hoping it'll slow the spread of mosquito like abortions. Zika. Yeah, but, but can't let them, let them lay the eggs. And guess what, folks? You're not going to make it. So just make mosquito moms miserable. Stillborn mosquitoes. <laughs> produce the offspring uh-huh. that die before they hatch. So yep. little, little tiny mosquito caskets. Yep. I'm getting into the business. So they're allowing them to go through the whole process. Of pregnancy and yeah. nurturing. Yeah. Maybe even some nesting. Yep. <laughs> and then dead babies. Yep. And it's going to run, and they're not going to understand. And I'm not sure if the communities the, uh, will be ravaged by it. If the mosquitoes <laughs> die, they still, they, I mean, like after they ha- after they lay the eggs, oh. they might oh. go on and, and die, so they wouldn't know. So what's the point? It doesn't hurt the uh, mosquitoes emotionally. <laughs> they're not just. <good. laughs> But what's the point of having them give birth and then they die anyway? Just don't invent them. Right. I know. I, well, because I think they're... Mosquito uh, genocide. Yeah. Well, it's mosquito the, genocide. It's like creating your own race. In the of life, in the food chain. Yeah, but they're eliminating that, it. But they're adding Animals them. that feed on the mosquitoes. I know. But I, it doesn't make sense that they can't just take the current batch of mosquitoes, swipe them up, 
do this and then send them back out. You're building yeah, more mosquitoes in a lab and then don't you adding have to do more. Do it again. This is what they did in Hawaii. No, when it's they only had a the... one-time thing. No, because... but they, in Hawaii when they had the problem with those little rats and they brought in the other thing to kill those and they didn't realize one was nocturnal and one was not, and then they both neither had predators, so they bred all over now. And uh, especially on the Big Island, they've got that massive problem with those badgers and or whatever those things are. They're everywhere. And they're like, yeah, they brought in a. They brought in a natural predator, they thought. And where is this? In, in Hawaii. Oh, the mongoose. Mongoose. Yeah. Well, yeah, but remember they brought in the thing to kill? They brought the mongoose to kill the uh, rats. Yeah, but they were nocturnal. Right. So they didn't feed at the same time. Yeah, so one was in the ground while one schedule. was out. Yeah, but they're yeah. different. And then both of them were like, well, now nothing kills either of these. So now they got a problem with both. But I don't understand inventing mosquitoes to go out in the mosquito population to, to not have kids. Other than it, uh, it's like prima noctis, they... they yeah. Breed out and clean the uh, mosquito, getting rid of the Zika mosquito. Or maybe these mosquitoes go out and lay dead babies. Like to the to the current crop of wild yeah. mosquitoes, these outlaws come shooting into your town and have death sperms that go into the girl mosquitoes. And then all the new, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, eventually it's going to be the end of mosquitoes, though. Because if they just lay dead babies, there's not going to be any new mosquitoes. Except for these are lab mosquitoes. So the regular mosquitoes are going as business as usual. Yeah, so it's got to be cutting down on the population and then no, because he's out right. New, yeah, the only population keep... that's cutting down are the ones that they've added to it. Already. The lab yeah. mosquitoes are the ones that are going to die off, and so if you just never invented them, we'd never had this problem in the first place. Yeah. Brady, I love Brady's shirt today. It is a th- I can't get enough of your Smitty's <laughs> shirt. Longtime uh, uh, residents of the valley remember the great grocery store Smitty's. How great is a little, uh, yeah. that's a little much. It was but, good. Uh, <laughs> All right, it was a good story. You're right, it was a good story. But uh, uh, Smitty's was, uh, you know, that's the one that turned into, was that the one that turned into Abco? No, I think that's Fry's. I Al- think Smitty's turned into Ab- Fry's. Yeah. I thought maybe oh, Albertsons, right. it was Abco. Albertsons go to take over Abco. No, let's not start this again. <laughs> yeah, this uh, fr- but Smitty's was a place, a grocery store. It just brings store a here. smile to your face yeah. if you see the Smitty's. It and does. I walked in this morning. Look, I was like, what is that? I heard you say, are you wearing a Smitty shirt? And I started laughing. like, no one owns a Smitty <laughs> shirt. Of course he's not. And then Brady came in. He's wearing a Smitty shirt. Smitty's is an old store here in town. There they are. And look at Brady's got the logo. <laughs> there you go. And you said your buddy's making these like throwbacks? No, I don't know the guy. Oh, okay. I just saw it and I'm like, I got to have Where it. Where did you get that? You got to send the link. What what were what website was this? Uh, it, it might have popped up on, um, oh no, it was one of the uh, ads that came up yeah. randomly on t-shirts. Because I want an Appetitos. There used to be a little pizza place That's here right. called Appetitos that I loved. It was just a little, a few of them around. Yeah, there was one in Elma School in Guadalupe. Bear cover, Appetitos, shooting hoops. I'm I looking mean, for a Lums. Lums. Lums is a cruddy Midwestern oh, Denny's, okay. and it's cruddy. How about that? Brett, you can't have your Sambo shirt. Sorry. Yeah, they don't make those anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, you can get the Sambo yeah, shirt. I mean, there's you a guy who'll get, get it you for a you. Sambo shirt. <laughs> I got three people yeah. I could think of right away. I got five or six of them in the car. Don't discount that one. Yeah. A study in the Czech Republic found we can instinctively tell if a snake is venomous or not. Once it bites you? They put uh, 10 people around some puff adders in a banded crate. Yeah. And um, one out of 10 got struck. <laughs> well, so 90% success. Figuring out a instinct. Hey, here's the fun part of that. We're pretty good at it, actually. They're saying they're How about this? You see a snake, assume it's venomous. If you don't know, for sure, if you're not an expert on snakes, assume it. And then you'll be uh, in good shape, no matter what. In Earth News. Also, try not to get bit by snakes, venomous or otherwise. Uh, Experts now say there's 
no stopping Greenland's ice sheet from melting away. So Even if global warming SUV. stopped today, there's no saving it. All right. Also, researchers at uh, NC State say climate change could eventually affect hops and change the way beer tastes. Well, that's now you're propaganda. That's propaganda. Uh, They're trying to get the Southerners involved in in the you know whole global warming movement by saying beer will go away. Uh, is homework pointless when kids can just Google the answers? A study at Rutgers found they're less likely to retain information when they do it that way. So they end up with good grades on homework, but, but bad dumb. grades on tests. Hey, that's my kid. This? Is it? Yep. In 2008, only 14% of students got significantly lower grades on tests than they got on homework. Today, 55%. Yeah. Well, because they got a hand brain. You don't need any. You got your information right in your hand. What do I have to go do work for? That's your science move. And you know who's to blame also for that? Mom and dad. Because everybody's like, mom and dad are dumb now, too. They use their hand brain for everything. 38-year-old Rena Sanders is a lawyer in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And on Monday, she led the police on a drunken high-speed chase. She tried, oh, they tried to pull, over, pull her over in her Lexus. She clocked in about doing 80 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. Uh, she hit 90 miles an hour. Fishtailed, almost crashed at one point. Cops finally boxed her in and ordered her out of the car at gunpoint. Once they had her in custody, she tried to talk her way out of it by name-dropping a bunch of celebrities she supposedly hung out with, including Owen Wilson, Ryan Reynolds, and The Rock. Wow, I don't remember her. Then they got her in jail, and she demanded they order pizza. Yeah, you got to get her a pie. (laughs) But Owen Wilson and The Rock were going to get her before she took off. She was released on a $56,000 bond. Claims she's 100% innocent. <laughs> but 100% crazy on top. Yeah. Um, Smitty's had a restaurant in it? Yeah. It oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do oh, we ever know that? Be careful. Oh, yeah. Smitty's Pizza? Did you Remember say that? be careful? <laughs> yeah. Of what? Overdoing it? I've been at the Smitty's for breakfast <laughs> back in the day. And you were there till like 4 in the afternoon? No. Okay. No. What do you be careful at Because a it was at the for? tail end. Restaurant. There was a reason why Smitty's kind of phased oh, out. Oh, I see. They, they cut the restaurant out. You pooped for 10 days is what you're saying. Uh, not that long. But it was pretty bad. But, you're yeah, saying your meal I at think, Smitty's was not good. Yeah, I think it, it kind of went down. From when it opened <laughs> up strong. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it was just. I don't think it was a good profit center for him. Did you go to the Smitty's Everything Must Go restaurant? <laughs> like that late in the day? Yeah. It wasn't that close to it. <laughs> pretty but it close. probably was about. Maybe two years later. I'm blown away at how you remember your meals. Especially a Smitty's like meal. Like a Smitty's meal. Like, yeah, I remember the times back at Smitty's. I went once. I, I mean, met what, a guy that, like, um, hey, meet me at breakfast at Smitty's. And I mean, it's like, amazing. We have to meet about something. If you go to you know Durant's or something, okay, yeah. I get that. Sure. But Smitty's? Come on. Yeah. 19th and Glendale. I was right in my... I don't remember... Why don't we go to Susan's Diner? Like, during the day, I'll be like, have I eaten? I have to ask myself right. that. And then I'm like, was that today... You remember the time? You, what did you have at Smitty's? I guarantee you know. Uh, I had two eggs over easy, <laughs> hash browns, toast. It was the two ninety nine special. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> and you then said, "This isn't very good." You spent three dollars for food. Well, she asked me, "Would you like some 
orange juice. Yeah. And I said, is it out of one of those frothing machines with the yeah. little hose? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Water. Yeah. You drew lines at your $3 breakfast because yeah. you're high flute and booze. I'm down. <laughs> out the door, four bucks tip. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty strong day. I don't remember my meals, but you're like, Mavs, uh, ought nine. I had a Smitty's breakfast in ought nine. John, I used to chase down the shoplifters when I worked at Smitty's in 83. Go Stangs. I used nice. to walk right down the street. Was it close to Dobson? We had McClintock and uh, Southern, Baseline. What, Southern. Smitty's? Yeah, Baseline. Uh, McClintock and Baseline. Because it's a fries now. It's across yeah. the street from uh, Chapman. I thought uh, that was funny yeah, when right. I moved out here from uh, Milwaukee that the place was called Smitty's, a grocery store. Yeah. It was just like you, you – So you popped in for a $3 You giggle at a Piggly Wiggly, the same thing. <laughs> John, it's so odd that uh, Brady's wearing a Smitty shirt today. I'm wearing a Porkopolis shirt. They used to be around, too. There we go. I'm holding on to him. Hopefully he'll come back. You need to get yourself some throwback Porkopolis gear. I got a couple. Which is worse to be like, since 2014. Oh, so close. Did you find it by any chance, Toledo, the gold fever? I don't know if it's the one you're looking for, but I the found a gold fever. The old theme. show. I've got gold fever news. <laughs> oh, no. I was trying it out. Wait, oh, oh, you got to get the science this out. Is this is it? Yeah, you can. You know. That old gold five really did me good. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your gold fever news. Is this a Friday tradition? What is this? Maybe. Maybe. Wait for it. Just We don't know. Oh, okay. This, this is new to me, but Gold Fever was a show my parents watched. Studley used to watch this all the time. He'd tell me, Gold Fever's on Channel 8. My dad. Is this, gold, 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 gold. Is this the actual FIFA? show? Yeah. Brandon and Harley used to go around with their... Uh, Gold detecting devices and try to find. In your family, you could get your GP. That's an Arizona thing. Prospector kit. Yeah, you become a prospector. The GFPA. So yeah, they'd go wandering around where gold got found in California here. And you know what this? Crash kit. You know what this spawned? My mom for her birthday. My dad bought her a metal detector that got gold, thinking she would really enjoy it. So it was like Saturday at 8.30 in the morning. My parents would sit and stare at the TV while these hillbillies went around looking for gold. <laughs> and then my dad thought, oh, this is a great way to bond because I love the outdoors and she seems to uh, like this gold thing. So he buys her this terribly expensive gold thing. They're sixty nine ninety five Metal detector. That. Oh, his was more than oh, that. Oh, no, the metal detector. This yeah, you can drop some beast. money. And my mom's like, what's this? Well, we've been watching a lot of Gold Fever together, and I thought maybe, really? So he takes her out in the desert in, like, May, and while he's hunting for stuff. It was, like, April. What gold is up a tree? I don't know, but she's wandering around with the damn thing, finding (laughs) pop caps all day long. You got to switch it to gold, because it had a switch on it from metals to, to, to like, gold. This guy that they have I don't find anything when it's gold. It's all metal. Yeah, what are we looking for? And they just fought the entire time about her. Here's another piece of crap tin can. Switch, switch it. God damn it. Give me that. And then he'd walk around and nothing because there's no gold. Well, we've got a couple of gold diggers in Australia. All right. Whoa. That struck it just after a couple of hours. Ready for this? Yeah. 7.7 pound nugget. Of gold? Yeah, both of them. Oh, my dad and mom are just furious right now. Have uh, two nuggets. Each nugget. Is worth uh, $250,000. The one's a little bit more than that. Um, 
what are their names? Brent Shannon and his brother-in-law, Ethan West, with the help of uh, Ethan's father, Paul West. How many times in your story was the word nugget uh, typed wrong? Because we've had a problem with that this week, and people have lost their jobs. Not once. Not once, right? Because <laughs> you know they why? They even got gold diggers right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So that guy for the Charlotte Hornets has no excuse. That ended this gold, 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 fee-fa-fa-fa. And your host, Tom Massey. My mom and dad watched that. And they were relevant human beings at that point, probably in their early 40s. They, they would or late 30s even one and two week family gold digging trips and all you were doing in a creek was moving soil get so your bad you ain't messing with no broke broke nugget 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 <laughs> yeah you gotta say it the way the charlotte hornets do you guys will like this trend um it started about five years ago but it's picked up some momentum lately Women are hiking to the top of a mountain, and I think it's Boulder, Colorado, and then going topless in the name of empowerment. Well, good on you. So they're posting a lot of pictures on Instagram right now. So in order to not be sexualized and be empowered, they're showing us their they can on the top flash of the, the world. <laughs> right. What do you want to bet Harry Pitts too? Oh, uh, it's got to be. Will be. In Boulder, you're going to yeah. have some. Oh, Boulder, Colorado, yeah. they're going up Harry Pitts. But you'll get some of the, you know, University of Boulder. You'll get some. A couple. A couple of girls will do it. Co-eds up there. A couple of girls will do it for their Instagram to be hot. Yeah. But the girls who are going for empowerment, Brett's right. They're a group of women that nobody wants to see their in the first place. You know what's funny about this? Our old coworker Sean Rock, did this with a group of girls and posted it. No I didn't kidding. know it was for this. But, yeah, she did this same pose with all of them. And you're just showing um, the nature yeah, we're that just you're strong. Their back. We're just getting their back. Yeah, but that, that that's that's the that's – that's the publicity photo right, right. there. That's yeah. not who's actually There's up there. There's the real there. one. There you go. There's a couple Oompa Loompas in that bunch. <laughs> you so got to have somebody. You got to have pets. somebody go with you. There's, and... your, there's your buffalo student. <laughs> you liked her. It's a bunch of dudes, I think. There or is that the U.S. Nope. girls soccer team? Yeah. Well, good for you, ladies. I hope that works. I hope you're you're showing everybody but us your cans is a beneficial to you. All right, I'm going to give the end it with a radio video. And let me just say, I did not fully. Oh, by the way, watch before the you go on, okay. did you see the women's empowerment thing on Facebook a few weeks ago? Uh oh, this this was pathetic to me because it, it got to like show a black and white picture of you without and be and they started, and they kept posting it right, and, they, but, and they, but, they'd but challenge you, other people. Yeah, and then they challenge other people, yeah. and then but then someone would filter it and like make themselves look pretty, and they'd attack her. Oh, really? I didn't see that. <laughs> so you read just... the comments like, oh, my God. And then someone would attack, like, the girl who looked like, I told you no makeup. I'm like, I'm not wearing any. Oh, it's obvious this is filtered. It's like, and then they'd fight with the ones that they didn't, that they looked too pretty. I missed that part. Oh, it was great. It took me a while. Why are they posting these photos? Is that yeah. what empowerment means? Yeah. Attacking? Women, women who, like, if you don't do it my way, I'll, I'll ruin you. And it was like this nice try. But I was laughing so hard because the first one I read, I'm like, oh, she filtered her photo and she's getting killed for it. So this uh, radio video, I did not watch it in its entirety because we were in the middle of a little discussion. Yes, and I kind of, but I just let alone the title. I want to see a little more Gong Master Sven. Okay, he's a gong. And I saw a picture Sven? of a giant gong. Right, there is a, a huge gong and a man who's about to gong it. Sven, 
I get to go see a gong later today at Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of Surprise. So he's just tapping it. He's right tapping there. the gong just a little. He barely touched it. out on one that size yeah it's gotta produce does he ever just slam it yeah that's it nope he's not sorry that was sorry folks gong's closed that's what I need right after a gong welcome to Lotus Flower bring in the acrobats. he's doing something else what's he doing here now he's just rubbing a pen on it that's the uh, q-tip he just put in his ear <laughs> This dude's a psychopath. I think just rub gongs all day. That's haunting. Boy, that's kind of cool. Is it? Yeah, I'd go with that. I can hear bit. more of the people in the background. Yeah, I hear the photos for some reason. Things to do this with This is a gong. soundtrack of The Last Samurai. Yeah. Starring oh. Tom Cruise. This guy needs a whole lot more Wellbutrin. Something's going on here. He's not, he's not stable or he's too stabilized. Who can play with a gong that long and still not... He's going to hang himself. Next side of him is going to be hanging from the top of that gong. That guy's not happy. Look at how many mouths. Five million views, Johnny's doing all right. Because oh, we're waiting for something to happen. It looks like a, it looks like you're going to hear that giant gong yeah. go off, and he just I barely touches it. it. Yeah. Here's another 80-inch gong. Yeah, I click on the giant gongs because I'm like, what's that going to sound like? I don't want a guy barely tapping it. Oh. Yeah, gotta play this Joe Biden's out. mad about stuff. Oh, I'm so sick of that, too. Every time you Elect click on me, something. me, everybody gets a gong. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Who wants a gong? Actually measured. Hit the gong. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear from you. He's uh, doing the same thing. 80 inches, so. All right, he's doing the exact same thing. Barely touched. If you're going to build a gong like that, uh, rear back and Hank Aaron that thing. Yeah. Barry Bonds gong. Lefty righty. Put a dent in it. That's not what they're for. What are you going to use that for ever again? Ever. Barely touching it. I don't need that. I Waste of gong. I want some hip flexion. I want some transfer of weight back to front. I want that gong to get smashed. Gong. Memphis gong doing. chamber? What is that? I know. The gong. Uh, Palladio band. We'll be hearing from them in November. <laughs> the Methodist <laughs> gong chamber. Well, it's like that picture I showed you guys of the... Uh, the Catholic United Methodists basketball team. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they abbreviated it down to the Catholic C. No, it's it's because that's you. That's oh, Christ. It's yeah. Christ United Methodist. Yeah. Christ was the C. United was the U. Methodist was the M. So their jerseys just had that on there and a number below. Yeah, and you can just scream it. You know, <laughs> go. <laughs> Do you pluralize that? Go. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, the S on the end. Yeah. I don't know. It was gross. Does but these kids walking around with that written on their shirt and a little number, and the tallest one was an East Indian, and I'm like, this basketball team stinks. If your center is named Pribdar Manavi, you're out. You're not going to win any games. At the free throw line when they'd sink it every time, yeah. the Here rest of the congregation goes, ski, 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 ski. <laughs> <laughs> 
was Father Dale the coach of that yeah, team or yeah. what? <laughs> oh, my God. No, because then it wouldn't have just said it. There would have just been stains. <laughs> Here's your New Jersey's. Are these tie-dyed? Oh. St. <laughs> Tim's had the exact same name, the CU's. And I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway. John, to go along with today's theme, I pooped my pants once at a Smitty's when I was a kid. Because <laughs> he had that $3 breakfast. <laughs> Couldn't even get out of it. Be careful. I bet she drank that, that orange juice. Smitty. <laughs> Thrifty drug used to have the ice cream. You couldn't get away from the ice cream. That was something here in town locally. I don't remember. Goldwater's was another one. That With that prefabbed uh, scooper. I've seen those in Thrifties. It's like a oh, cylinder. Oh, the cylinder, and then it pops it right so out. it's yeah. the exact. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time. And you yeah. feel like. You're a goddamn. Come on. Amazing. That's a ripoff. You're an almanac of food stuffs. I don't know why, but you bring up Smitty's and I remember Poncho's Mexican Buffet. Still that around. sounds bad. Used to ditch school and go to Poncho's because you couldn't get through. It was a buffet of Mexican food and it was like $3. And in high school it was appealing. And it's probably the reason I don't do a lot of buffet work. <laughs> but me and Jenny Rohr used to go there at lunchtime and then it was just so much food and everything that we'd stay for the next hour or two just because we're like, I'm, I'm going to crap my pants. I can't, <laughs> I can't move. We ate 20 pounds of Mexican food in the middle of the day. Oh, my God. Brady's not wrong. We had Smitty's steak and eggs on Sundays after church. It was a treat. Man, that would be rough. <laughs> You're using the word treat very loosely. <laughs> I need therapy. <laughs> Your upbringing sounds awful. <laughs> steak and eggs from the grocery store right. restaurant? How did that look? Terrible. I've never seen a... Here's your shoe. <laughs> Those are the eggs. What's this steak made of? I don't know, but there's one last cat back in the alley. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, there you go. That's your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Coors Light, and we thank them. It's 98 KUPD. 98. What? 98. No way. Hi, Shane O'Grady here with Life Changer Loan, and let me ask you, have you really done the math on your new low rate? Hmm, let's see. 300000 at 3% over 30 years equals 155000 in interest costs? Are you kidding me? How about paying principal first, not interest, always having access to your equity, and paying off your home in well under 10 years without changing any spending habit? It's not magic. It's just math. LifeChangerLoan.com. That's LifeChangerLoan.com. Arizona Mortgage Broker, number MB100, 2031, NMLS number 1863775, LifeChangerLoan, Corpus and Equal Housing Lender.